Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Part 2, The Sequel Continued. A podcast where we watch movies with our friends, discuss them, and then think up a sequel that not even your mom asked for. Uh, I am your roommate, Roger. And I'm your roommate, Xavier. And every week, uh, we have a special guest, and this week is another roommate. Say hello. Yeah, I'm the third roommate. I also live here. It's true. Uh, Kristen's back. Um, Kristen, is there anything new happening in the world of Squishmallows? Um, I would say since last time, I've probably got um, six more. <laughs> okay. Is there any kind of drama, any kind of juice happening, some tea that you could spill? Just the typical resellers. Oh, okay. Uh, so, as Xavier said, we watch, we watch movies every week. And Xavier, what movie was it? Go, go ahead and talk about that. This week we watched Bingo, the 1991 quote-unquote family film about the world's most talented dog, Bingo, whom, after escaping abusive owners in the circus, starts a sketchy relationship with a young boy who does nothing but cause him trouble from start to end and teaches us all that once a dog sees you naked, that's a bond for life. <laughs> Very good. I'd say yes exactly to all of that. Uh, do, we, do we want to talk about anything specific or do we want to jump straight into the questions? Let's just go into the questions and then see where that leads. Okay. Sounds good. Um, here we go. Question number one. Like every week, we normally start this with names. Uh, can, can anyone go over? Uh, obviously, Kristen goes first. Kristen, can you give me all of the names that you remember? The kid who you really just you really want to punch this kid in the face. Really, the whole movie. Uh, his name is Chucky. And the dog's name is Bingo. That's it. That's all I've got. All right. Xavier? All right, so there's uh, Bingo, the dog. There's Chucky, the kid, the, the really annoying one with the punchable face. He has such uh, a punchable Chick face. Yes. Chicky, the, the annoying older brother. Um, Hal, the dad. And uh, uh, the mom, whose name I, I could not remember for the life of me. And then the one million other, uh, <laughs> other characters. Um, oh, shoot, what was the name of the restaurant? Not going to be able to remember it. Moving on. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what the names I wrote down do not equal the amount of characters in this movie. It is equally an ensemble cast as it is a movie about a singular dog. Um, so we have Bingo. Uh, I wrote down the name Steve, but I, I think that was the circus man. The, Probably. The guy in the beginning. Uh I have Chucky, Hal, Natalie was the mother's name, Chicky, the brother, and the two criminals, Eli and Lenny. And then we have Duke, who ran the, uh, the hot dog stand. I'm sure there were many other named characters that I, either they said it too quickly and I didn't pick it up. or uh, I, Normally, what I, would, what I would do is just look up the cast, but I did not do that for this movie as um, I didn't give a shit. Question two. Bingo. Oh, wait, oh. We're forgetting the spoiler alert again. Oh my gosh, every week. Sound the alarm. Uh, see, uh, oh no, that's that's the spoiler alert alarm. Uh, everybody, if you're so inclined to watch this movie called Bingo, we're going to be talking about it uh, to an extent that you may find spoiler-ish. Uh, if you want to see it and you don't want spoilers, go ahead, pause this podcast. Go watch that movie through its entirety. And as soon as the credits start... Go ahead and play, press play on the podcast and you'll be all caught up with us, okay? Uh, this week I'm going to absolutely recommend you go watch this fucking oh. crazy movie. They're changing it. Oh, they're switching it up. Yeah. I um, heard about this one on a different podcast and it, it definitely lived up to its expectation. I, I will say I was genuinely entertained at some parts of this movie. so And also quite jarred at other parts of the movie. So question two. Bingo seems to have a job in the beginning. Uh, where is he employed and what does he do, Kristen? In the very beginning, he is employed at a circus. And from what I gathered, he doesn't, he's not a circus performer, but he works for the circus performers, bringing them water, I think. All right. Okay. Well, you just locked that in. Uh, Xavier? Hey, he's working at a circus, uh, fetching pails of water, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's all we really see him doing. This dog is, he's one of many talents, but fetching some pails of water, 
uh, is one of them. Uh, I, what I wrote down here is he's a pa- he's a backup circus poodle because they do use him as a backup circus poodle. Uh, question number three: Bingo has PTSD, which of course in this instance uh, stands for puppy traumatic stress disorder. What is it caused by, Kristen? This part was actually very sad. I think multiple times through the movie, I caught myself just like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, they did a good job. A gut-wrenching moment. The pet store, when he was a puppy, caught on fire. And he was trapped in a kennel. And you could see his, his mom was dead in the pet store from the fire. And as a puppy, that traumatized him for the rest of his dog adult life he's scared of fire <laughs> chris and if you can uh, no, i'm sorry xavier if you can if you could top that I, I invite you to uh yes a pet store fire uh in which his mother died and then they erected a massive uh <laughs> statue for her in the cemetery <laughs> that young puppy uh bingo brought flowers to yes um so the answer is obviously uh fire um it, it did kill his mother, and we do get to see a memorial of what looks to be a Kali statue, and uh, a, 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 who we can assume to be Bingo has brought her flowers, and it's it's a, it's very kind of wavy screen flashback. Uh, they do that a couple times in the movie. Uh, question four: With the help of some cool red shades, human boy Chucky attempts what? Kristen, he attempts to bike off of a ramp over a very, very, very small creek. Like, just some rocks with water in them. Rocks with water in them, Xavier? Uh, yeah, like, uh, <clears throat> what, what, a bridge or, like, a little pier that leads into a, just a tiny, tiny creek that he then face plants and drowns in. Yeah, like, this... kid's dead. <laughs> so... So to get the answer out of the way, yeah, he, 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 he's trying to attempt a totally sick jump that his brother and his brother's three friends have succeeded before him. Um, but when he does attempt it, he, I mean, he crashes hard, which I do want to go back myself and watch that scene because I do genuinely believe uh, that this stunt was done by a full-grown human man. But yeah, he crashes into the water. His face is face down into this creek. And we are, we're just kind of left to assume that he died. His brother left him for dead. It's, yeah, uh, they leave him entirely. Yeah. They ditch him. They they don't even stay to make sure. You know what? He puts the shades on just for himself because his brother and their friends are already gone. Oh, yeah. No, they left. Point, so. The shades were definitely kind of like a, a Michael's secret stuff. Like just, you know, just to kind of build it up, just to get kind of a placebo effect for him. Question five. After being saved from actually drowning, uh, Chucky repays his guardian angel, the dog, by doing what? Hold on, I don't remember. <laughs> Repeat the question, please. <clears throat> question five. After being saved from actually drowning, Chucky repays his guardian angel, a dog, by doing what? Taking him home? Okay, taking him home, Xavier. Oh, man, I, I don't remember because before they go home, there is the whole bit with the fish and the grizzly bear. Yes. <laughs> So the answer I have here is sneaking him into his house, uh, sneaking the dog into his house. But Xavier, you are right in that there is a whole sequence where the kid wakes up butt naked because the dog has put his clothes on a laundry line to dry. uh, And there's a little tent that he's erected himself. And as the kid starts to get hungry, Bingo does go get a fish from the, the nearby creek. And I guess the smell of the fish attracts a bear. That keeps them in a tree the whole night. Yeah. So that's when Chucky's like, "Bingo, sick him," and realizes Bingo's in a tree. Is in a tree. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I guess he doesn't do that," and climbs into the tree. And they spend the whole night there. And meanwhile, the family uh, could give less of a fuck about it. Yeah, there's a dinner scene where the mom's like, "I just, I don't know where Chucky is, Chicky," and uh, talks to her husband, and the husband's just like, "My foot hurts," because he's a kicker for uh, the Denver Broncos. And he's like, he'll be fine. He's this is manipulation. Uh, if we care too much about it, uh, Chucky will see this as an opportunity to uh, uh, abuse our our fragile minds or something like that. Que- uh, question six: What are a few of Bingo's many talents, Kristen? 
Wow. Where to start? Well, the dog not only pitches that entire tent, he sets the whole tent up somehow, Um, Mm -hmm. takes off all the clothes from the kid. Down to his whitey tidies. Right. Down to his whitey tidies. Jeez. He is able to ride a skateboard from what we see. He is able to... To sniff great distances. Right, uh, right. He's able to to steer a truck, apparently. Oh yeah, he drive can, entirely. Yeah, yeah. He can he can sniff out a, a a bomb. He can call the police and use Morse code. What can't this dog do? <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah, I have a few answers here. That was all correct. Uh he can fetch, he can skateboard, he can perform CPR on a child. Uh, he can do math because he does help uh, Chucky with that. He can do laundry. Oh, yeah. He can fish. He can uh, uh, dr- open and drink a champagne bottle. Uh, he can. Oh yeah. He can also. He can fuck. He yeah. can't. That dog fucks. Okay, bingo. Fucks. Uh, he does track a human boy by tra- uh, across country simply by the smell of his urine. He does no Morse code. He can drive a car. Uh, he stops criminals. He's a crime fighter. He can and swear on a Bible. He he <laughs> he can testify in court. Uh, he saves hostages. This dog is incredible. Question number seven: The family is moving from Denver, Colorado, to where? Kristen, somewhere with a a bay, somewhere with a large body of water. I think somewhere with a bay is the answer for Kristen. Xavier, <laughs> could you elaborate? Uh, yes, somewhere with with a green bay, wherever the Green Bay Packers are. What is that, Michigan? I think <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't know if right. <laughs> there's right. there's no joke to this question. That's just where they moved. However, it is a testament to the dog tracking from Denver, Colorado, to Wisconsin. It's uh, it's incredible. Uh, question eight: After passing out of dehydration, Bingo is picked up on the highway by whom? He's picked up on the highway by a man who takes stray dogs and turns them into hot dogs. Xavier? Uh, yeah, he's picked up by by Duke. Just after the family is seen, well, just after Chucky is seen, like, urinating to leave a mark again. And then he's like, oh, hey, what's that sound coming from the barn? And come to find it's a puppy mill, but not any regular puppy mill. Uh, in this puppy mill, they they take the dogs and, and yeah, they just grind them in, into little hot dogs and, and serve them at Dukes. And then and, we uh, see the dad. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The dad of the family is just like, ah, who cares? You know, we, we can use a little protein or some shit. Along like in some lines. parts of the world, they eat horses. They literally they do nothing to make you like Chucky, but they do everything to make you hate his family. Yes. So his family is terrible. Awful, awful, bad, bad football family. Um, question number nine. Bingo is served a subpoena and is taken to court. What was the reason the judge gave for putting him in, quote, the slammer, Kristen? Because he didn't have an alibi or he didn't have a a reason for why he was in the trailer with the actual robbers slash like kidnappers, the dog. The dog did not have a reason why he was in a trailer. <laughs> Xavier? Okay. So this is going to be a long answer. Okay. After escaping Dukes, after after Bingo releases all the dogs and all the dogs team up against Duke and put him in the back of a truck and crashed into the restaurant, uh, Bingo runs off. And as he's running, he uh, eventually stops to get some food out of some trash cans where he's found by the two villains of the story who... Just happened to be staying in a cam- in a trailer, I guess, or a camper. Uh, and whenever they bring Bingo in, out of the kindness of their hearts, at least of one of them, uh, that's when Bingo finds out that they're holding a whole family hostage and they've got bags of money because they've just robbed an armored truck. Uh, Bingo subsequently goes to call the police, uses Morse code to let them know what's going on. He lets the family out. Police show up. And the hostages don't, or the, the armored car robbers don't have hostages anymore. So they try to take Bingo hostage. And that's when they're like, try anything and the dog gets it. 
And then every single one of those cops just opens fire. Uh, blam blam (laughs) it's like 30 police officers (laughs) firing automatic weapons into this camper they just didn't give a shit about that dog nope but uh yes then uh the family's so grateful they want to take bingo in uh and the girls are fighting the it's little two little twin sisters and they're fighting over who gets to play with bingo and that's when the dad's like it's gonna have to wait because the lawyer is serving bingo bingo has to go and testify against these two armored car robbers uh, which he does a very good job of, but that's when the defense flips the switch and is like, "Where was Bingo when the armored car was being robbed?" And that's when he produces a, a fecal sample and a, a paw print or something that's supposed to prove that he was at the, the scene of the crime. Uh, but Bingo won't answer, so the judge throws him into uh, the slammer for contempt. In so, a oh. tiny little dog jumpsuit. Correct. So. Kristen, you were wrong. And after Xavier's, I want to say a minute and 13 second exp- explanation, the answer is contempt of court. <laughs> um, yes, all of that happened. And one of those things is a reason we wanted to watch this movie in the first place. Is this, this man, this giant ogre of a man holding an enormous gun up to this dog's head was a screenshot that we saw. And... One one that was described in this other podcast that Xavier referenced earlier. I uh, I did not imagine that that clip being followed by just thirty cops <laughs> opening fire just, on oh, them, just emptying their clips <laughs> into yeah. this uh, this Winnebago or whatever it was. Question ten: Once Bingo has escaped prison with who we can imagine to be a serial killer, he begins tracking Chucky by doing what? He tracks the letter. He tracks the letter that Chucky wrote him that he got delivered to him in prison to his cell. Okay. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I completely forgot about that because, uh, oh man, this this section might run a little long because I just want to get into this movie. But uh, completely forgot about the post office thing because all I could remember was the laundry room scene (laughs) where all the inmates just start pulling out larger knives than the last one. Including Bingo's friend. Actually, he's the first one. He's like, "Are oh, you going to come on to me? And he pulls out like this huge freaking knife. And everyone's pulling out knives. And a guard shows up and he's like, hey, who's doing all that barking? And sends them all back. And then that's when we see uh, Bingo and his roommate uh, break out of prison. Uh, and then, yes, he, uh, he follows the letter that Chucky mailed, but not to the prison. There's no way he could have mailed it to the prison because he mailed it like two scenes before Bingo got arrested. So, uh, the fortuitous letter that somehow found it to, to Bingo in, in prison, he follows that through several, uh, several, uh, Nebraska postal offices. Yes. Yes. Both of you are correct. Um, the, the postal service, I don't know if they had something to do with the production of this movie, but there are so many. I don't want to say it is an integral part of the movie, but there's a lot of like USPS iconography in the movie. So except for that one part where one does get run over by a car. And I feel like that's not they don't want that on brand. Question 11. Bingo finally finds his way to his human boy, Chucky, but discovers the worst. What was it, Kristen? He travels that whole way to find his boy, that little little shithead boy and he sees him from a long distance tree and it's like this sad scene and the boy is walking a different dog <gasps> on a leash Xavier? and then he oh, oh, oh on, <laughs> and then and then he gets so sad and he walks away right before you see the little boy is actually just walking his neighbor's dog Xavier? Uh, he, yeah yes he sees Chucky walking Lassie or what what the fuck is the name of the dog? The... It's a it's a collie, border collie. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, unless you're then, trying to yeah, think of the just... famous one. Yeah, the famous one. Yeah, that's Lassie or Tintin, if Lassie. you like. Okay. I think the dog who played Bingo's name was actually Lassie. So. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's funny. But uh, no, yeah, he he sees him walking another dog, and it's just kind of like, oh well, I guess that's it. And then gets a dog, gets a job as a dishwasher <laughs> at a restaurant. 
Yes. Yes, the answer is he finds Chucky walking another dog. It's a big misunderstanding, uh, but it does drive Bingo to get his life together and go get a job as a dishwasher, or, or at least a dishwashing assistant for the meantime. Yeah, because he hasn't been promoted yet. Right, right, right. And the dishwasher's not, none too happy about having a dog take his job. Uh, question number 13. Obviously, the criminals kidnap the kid. Oh, did I skip something? Oh, I did skip. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, question 12. The criminals from earlier in the movie have caught Bingo. But who saves him and how? Chucky saves Bingo. He he follows, I think, a sign on a post or something. I I really blacked out that whole part. But at some point, he sees them in an alley trying to kidnap Bingo. And the little kid takes his bike. And I think he yells something along the lines of, Get off my dog! And he, like, runs his tiny little bike into this giant skyscraper of a man and somehow actually knocks him over, and he gets Bingo to safety, and then he tells Bingo to run, and Bingo runs off, and then they have the kid. Xavier? Uh, yes. So the two criminals post flyers around town promising a $500 reward for their dog, Bingo. That's when the uh, disgruntled dishwasher um, decides to, to turn in the flyer and it's like, hey, he's working over at this restaurant. And uh, that's when they rip off the dishwasher and the kid's like riding up. And the dishwasher's like, hey, they screwed me. You want to buy this dog they, they left me with? Uh, was it like a blood hound or something like yeah, that? Some, some kind yeah. of um, tracking hound. And then so Chucky runs to the restaurant too. And uh, that's when, yeah, he yells like, get, get off my dog. And uh, something about male genitalia. Uh, they make a lot of a lot of dick and ball jokes in this movie, um, and and then yeah, they uh, somehow Bingo gets free. They take the kid, and, and that's when Bingo's like, "Fuck, yeah, Bingo, I gotta save." The he kid. does look at the camera right at the camera. It's the only time he says a line in the movie, but he does say, "Well, fuck." Um, yes, uh, but question thirteen is obviously the criminals kidnap the kid because why wouldn't they? But they don't demand a ransom. How do they plan to make money out of this plan? Kristen? Well, if you remember from the beginning of our little segment, the kid's father, who is just a real awful, awful man, um, is a, a kicker um, for sports. And <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, so he's a pretty big deal. And they have a lot of money riding on the game. So they kidnap the kid. And instead of asking for money from a football player who probably has money. Um, they tell him to lose the game so that they win a bunch of money. Otherwise, they'll blow up the kid. Wow, okay. Uh, uh, Xavier? Uh, yes. When we first meet the family, the father is, uh, is complaining about his foot, and that's when we eventually realize that he's a place kicker for the Denver Broncos, and he's traded to the Green Bay Packers. That's why they move all that way. And uh, he was terrible with the Broncos, but he was having a good season with the Green Bay Packers, I guess. And so the criminals are like, hey, we'll bet on this game. Miss every field goal or we kill the kid. Right. Now, for bonus points, can either of you tell me statistically how many field goals are kicked in a game of football? Uh, 37. Xavier? Uh, I don't know, 12. <laughs> Okay, Xavier wins. <laughs> uh, it's it's not a lot. Obviously, it's done, and that's what you need a special teams for. But I don't know. It just it just doesn't seem like the success of a football game should be riding on the shoulders of a kicker. Y yeah, I agree. It doesn't look that hard. I do think that I could do it. Uh, yeah. For the audience well, at home, Kristen probably weighs. Uh, a hundred or less. Yeah, maybe. You know those big old, uh, what are they called? Polar pop cups that you can get from a Circle K? Uh, well, less than that. <laughs> I guess Roger just made a, uh, an investment recently into... I just bought one. It's massive. A cup. It's yeah. so big. It's if on my you drink right the now. entire thing. Uh, I will say, though, in the movie, uh, as they're listening to the game, the dad kicks at least like seven field goals right. in the span of 
of the little car chase that ensues. It's also yeah, important he... to note that his wife calls and is like, hey, you have to miss all your kicks because they have our son. And this guy doesn't drop everything he's doing. Like, he can't make any field goals if he fucking leaves to go get his son, right? Maybe, well, was it an away game? Did they explain that? No, no, it was in that home game. Cause okay. That's why all the sheriffs were like, no, we got money on this game. But um, yeah, I I would assume they could get like a like a a temp or whatever the hell I, I don't know sports lingo, but like, um, like a B string kicker. He, I will say, the dad did intentionally miss every single field goal except for one. So right. I mean, he was doing a little something. Yeah, I'm, I I guess it wasn't until the very end of this movie that anyone in Chucky's family was like. Oh, we care about Chucky. Oh, that's so. true. Cause Except the dog... for when the mom hinted at the beginning where she was like, here's a secret. We were actually worried about it. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, wait, that was it. The rest of the movie, they were pretending not to care. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what was going on. It, it was teaching him a lesson. In question 14. With a police standoff, a bomb threat, a player qualifying game. Sorry, that says a playoff qualifying game, a warehouse fire, and an assumed death via explosion. Bingo, the dog, has saved the day, but is faced with the greatest threat yet, which is, Kristen? I'm assuming that you're talking about him having to face his his PTSD um, and jump through I already mentioned fire. fire. Okay, um, so after he does that, he has to take a bomb. Okay, <laughs> mentioned that too. Okay, I did, I did, I did say, do you want me to repeat the question? No, he, no, no. Keep going, though, Chris. Yeah. He has to take the bomb, mm-hmm. run off of a dock. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, Dark Knight Rises, Batman going off into definitely, the sunset. Definitely, With a, with a nuclear yeah. bomb. Um, you know, all that. And then uh, we cut to the boy is, well, you know, the bomb goes off. The mom faints because she hears it over the radio and thinks, oh, her son's dead. And then Chucky faints the second time in the movie because he thinks that Bingo died. Chucky then wakes up in the hospital and the vet from earlier who gave him the nose transplant or whatever. the, the We didn't even s- talk about that. Sniffer transplant or whatnot. He's like, hey, <laughs> Chucky's uh, he's recovering over in the other room. And so they go over to the other room. That's when we see literally everybody from the movie. Everybody from the movie is there to wish Chucky well, including... The uh, the circus people who wanted to kill him at the beginning. Um, the they wanted to kill Bingo. Yes, they wanted to kill Bingo in the beginning, and then uh, the officer who pulled him over for for drinking in public mm-hmm. and public uh, threatened to run him over. Uh, the several uh, the guy he escaped prison with is he's just there. there, but there's also cops. There's several cops in yes. the room. No one's uh, like, oh, this guy escaped prison recently. In fact, no one was like, oh, hey, Bingo escaped prison recently. No. Um, also, the two criminals, the two main guys are there. And they're like, hey, man, I hope you recover. Like, uh, thanks for, for getting us in all this trouble. Uh, which they were so pissed off about in, in the first place. Um, I don't think we mentioned that that the two guys who kidnap him later on are the same uh, armored car robbers that he, oh, he yeah, got arrested. Oh, yeah, you're right. So they also get out of prison. Um, Yes, yeah. but then they're in the hotel. They're in the uh, hospital room at the end, and then that's when everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Bingo's such a great dog," and the family's there, and Chucky's like, "Oh Bingo, I hope you were like, please pull through." And Bingo wakes up. And everyone's like, "Yeah," and uh, he's like, "Dad, can I keep him?" And that's when literally everybody turns to the dad and is like, "Hey, you know," silently they're like, "You should do it. Like, let him keep it." And Dad's like, "Okay, fine." But he's got to get neutered first. And yes, that's, that, and that's that, the challenge. That is the answer to question 14. With the greatest threat <laughs> that Bingo has faced is being neutered. Man, there's so much shit that happens in this movie. We're, we're bound to miss something. Is there anything in specific that y'all wanted to touch on? Yes, uh, we are forgetting the horrible scene. <laughs> the horrible scene where... The mother and father link toes and then wiggle their toes as he's An important image to, of like... to, to paint Go for ahead. the audience is that the dad never wears a shoe on the foot he kicks with. 
until he's on the Ever. field. So whenever Bingo finally, you know, he he finds the the family's home, the mother and father are saying, you know, like, oh, have a good day, honey. Oh, goodbye. Don't hurt our children. Fuck it, whatever. And instead of like hugging or nuzzling noses or giving butterfly kisses, they interlock their toes on the front porch of their house in public in broad daylight. And, and it zooms into their feet. It, it gets this. real, real personal with them feet. <laughs> it's awful. It's uh, it's hard to watch. I uh, I think I got into pretty much everything that I wanted to get into. I, I mean, think. you you spoke a lot of this. Is probably the most you've actually talked. Do I? So I, I I heard about this movie and I looked up some images and I thought it was going to be really stupid and it was, <laughs> but I I definitely enjoyed this more than every other movie we saw. So. <laughs> Um, it, I was really worried about Kristen falling asleep during this movie. Uh, there were a couple of moments where I was just like, oh yeah, it's going to happen. But then almost immediately, <laughs> Kristen was so engrossed in the talents of this one dog. He was so cute and they put him in such cute outfit. <laughs> also, the, w- when was this movie? 1991? Yeah. Okay, so 1991. I don't know where they got the dog. But they didn't get a stunt dog. Oh, yeah. No, it was just the one dog. In fact, there were several scenes in this movie where the dogs looked absolutely terrified. The scene where Bingo is driving the car into the restaurant, uh, he, like, jumps out. But, like, you of can tell this. Of the moving car. Yeah, out of this moving car. It's a slowly moving car. It's not, like, yeah, they're not, not going yeah. any mileage. It's just on neutral. But someone clearly threw this dog out. And of it wasn't ready. Car. It just lands <laughs> straight on its, like chest yeah, yeah it is really sad actually but then at, at the at, in the credits at the very end it does have the disclaimer it's not the the humane society one but no. it's like all these dogs were uh supervised and none of them were hurt and they were all treated very well but like the the bloodhound or whatever um in the scene where the the bad guys ditch it with the dishwasher and they pull oh, yeah. off the dishwasher's like being very erratic and this dog is clearly terrified it's, yeah not having a good time yeah, the treatment of the animals in this movie was questionable. But, questionable, for sure, uh, yeah. It was, it, was, it was very entertaining. Uh, it's, it is good to know that they probably got paid for their time and most likely got either a SAG or an AFTA uh, a contract for it. So that's, that's really nice. So the point of this podcast is, uh, is, is to try to expand upon the world of Bingo. As the credits roll, we're forced to ask ourselves certain certain questions, uh, maybe tie up some loose ends, which we can certainly do in a possible sequel. Kristen, how would that sequel mm-hmm. start? Oh, I'm ready. I, I've thought about this. I'm glad. <laughs> so the sequel opens and uh, the, little, the little boy, who's now probably like a teenager, uh, is at a gravestone. Bingo is dead. Bingo died. Oh, beginning of movie, Bingo's dead. Dead. Bingo's deceased. All right. Okay. And then what I want to happen is it kind of does that really um, dorky, like, mirage scene, you know, where it flips to a different scene of the movie. Okay. Yeah, and you, you see an animal of some kind, like, waking up. Like, you can't tell what the animal is because you're seeing it from the point of view like the the first person perspective of the animal waking up, you see the little eyes open, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's another puppy! It's gonna be Bingo reincarnated." Wrong! It's now Bingo, his soul, but in a cat. All right. And the cat's name, and the cat's name is Binks. So now this movie is about Binks, the cat. Well, are, now who is is who is. N- <laughs> Stop interrupting me, Roger. Please. I'm so sorry. Please continue. Who is now trying to find this boy. But the whole movie is just sad because the boy doesn't want a cat. He wants another dog. And so this cat keeps trying to win over, I already forgot his name, Chucky, the Chucky kid. And he's either allergic or he just doesn't like cats. And he doesn't know that that's literally bingo in this cat's body. Okay. Oh, man. Really explosive beginning to this sequel. Um, I do want to ask you, though, Kristen, is this Binks from the Hocus Pocus universe? No, I don't think so. I just went with 
a very popular bee cat name. Okay. Just to go with Bingo versus. Now we might have to clear that with some legal things because the sequel did just come out recently. I don't. I don't think Binks had anything to do with the sequel. Well, what if it's What if it's not a black cat? What if it's just the same colors of the dog as could, a cat? Could we Could we maybe go with Binksy? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It starts with a B. So. Right. Right. I mean, I I just don't I won't I don't want our lawyers to have to deal with all that. So. You could do you could do uh, Bexley. We could just do Binga. <laughs> Binga. <laughs> Binga the cat. Yeah. If you're out there and you do have a cat named Binga and you do somehow listen to this, please send us pictures. Uh, no, if we you're out like there and you the have cat a cat named, named, Binga. named Binga and you listen to this podcast, I will pay Xavier four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> statistically i feel like this isn't gonna work out um okay all right so we have a dead bingo you've mm-hmm. i mean you've really painted you've made this a lot easier for the rest of the movie uh we have a cat who's trying to prove that it is the dog or at least what remains of the soul of the dog that died in the first act and he's trying to like the- win over the affections of this boy who ha- who wants nothing to do with it Right, and the cat can do everything. I mean, the cat can do quadruple what the dog could have done. It's yeah. way more. Amb- it's way more. What's the word I'm looking for? You gonna for? say ambidextrous? Yes, Flexible? but I, I'm looking for a different word. Dexterous. Like yeah, dexterous. Yeah, or, um, agile. Agile. There we go. Agile. I think okay. I confused both those words because one of those words means that they got hands. <laughs> right. So yeah, no, 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 the cat, the cat can save him. He face plants, uh, <laughs> trying to jump uh, something else. Cat performs CPR, and then strips him butt naked again. Um, and then, uh, but this time he's all indignant about it. You know, Chucky, he's like, "Oh, what the fuck, man!" You know, like mm-hmm. this is perverted. Why are you taking my clothes off? And it was okay when a when a dog does it, but when a cat does it, that's something else. Also, Chucky is just—he was already a piece of shit in the first movie. But in this one, he's just a total piece of shit. He is not a cat person. He's not afraid to show it. Yeah, he grew up a sociopath because of his family. Which makes total sense. Yeah, definitely. It really does. Are we going to bring back any recurring characters? Just flashbacks of the dad's foot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, hold on. So, oh, so, you know, I was thinking this while we were watching the movie, but the dad probably... uh, upgraded from a place kicker in football to just an actual soccer player but like in his 60s ooh very rare i would say in sports that you see someone go from football to soccer uh because those styles of kicking around. are very yeah. different yeah unless well, he can it's all about cooking i was going to say unless he could fucking launch that shit i don't i don't know the position of soccer but he's not i don't know the, man i'm not too familiar with it either but he all he does is he the guy who he's the guy who kicks it back into the pitch after it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, gone yeah. out of bounds. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. So the the uh, the goalie hands it off to to this guy, and I mean he he sends it down the field. Um, yeah. Okay. So so the only flashback or not the flashbacks, the only recurring character is the dad's foot. Uh, we got to have the cat interact with that somehow. Uh, man. All, I, all I'm imagining is the dad just drop kicking a cat. See, kicking the, the cat was the first thing I thought. But my next thought was the cat latching onto the foot. And oh, wait, the cat latches onto the foot. This causes obviously an injury of some kind that the dad is hyper upset about. Oh, I, di- I didn't know where else to go we, with that. I feel like we need something because it. This last one was a road movie, right? And that's what opened up all the the crazy antics right. that the dog could get into. Um, maybe maybe the family is moving. <laughs> they're moving instead of cross country. They're literally moving countries. The dad's moving to either South America or Europe yeah. in order to play soccer. S- soccer heavy countries. Argentina. Uh, oh, man. It would be really funny to watch that family learn Spanish. Yeah. So like the movie opens and the dad's like teaching his foot Spanish or something, um, and uh, they're getting ready to move. But Bingo just died, and and Chucky's like, "No, I'm about to go off to college. Why would I move to to Argentina?" Okay, now I am gonna stop you. Uh, yeah, a time dilation has happened. 
Chucky is now college age? No, no, he's not college age, but that's just his excuse. Oh, okay, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, he's probably like a sophomore in high school or something. Okay. Um, yeah, but the family's just like, no, nope, too too bad. We're moving to Argentina. That's the contract now. And uh, yeah, so now this cat has to travel from from uh, Tampa Bay to Argentina because the dad's been, been traded a few more times. <laughs> okay, so not only is it a road movie, you know, uh, we've got we've got different cultures mixed in here now. Uh, oh yeah, he's gonna have to go through several. There's uh, a South lot American between the United States and Argentina. Uh, so that's a lot of uh, crazy animals. Bingo, probably never seen before either. Right, even in the circus. Uh, big cats. Maybe a friendly rattlesnake he runs into. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna try to make a homeward bound reference with all the animals that he he befriends but uh i've only seen that movie once and i was like six so uh, in homeward bound it's 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 two dogs and a cat so yeah maybe that maybe we could do a little tongue-in-cheek kind of like he runs into like a pit bull uh a golden retriever and a fluffy cat and they're hopelessly lost and he just leaves him he's there. just like yeah he's like i, I don't know what the fuck I, I, I can't help you sorry that's when he does the paw thing that they did <laughs> where they Bingo. they salute <laughs> yeah i literally had no idea what the hell they were trying to do they were really like fists in the air or something yeah but... there's a disturbs Ten Thousand paws in the air album uh hey that joke was gold and no one's going to appreciate it let's see okay <laughs> yeah. so that we could come up with infinite possibilities for scenes and antics and jokes and slapstick comedy and brand new characters uh, who are all inevitably going to have to speak Spanish. Um, and Oh, yeah, like none of the animals in Bingo spoke. And they could communicate via, like, looks and maybe, like, like signals and sounds. But, like, uh, Bingo or, or Binga, Binky, whatever the fuck we decided on. Uh, Binksy uh, Binga is what we're going to go first name, last name, Binksy Binga. Okay. Um, <laughs> doesn't understand anything these other animals are saying because... They all speak Spanish. Right. And uh, their nonverbal communication is also a different language. Kristen, mm-hmm. could you maybe wrap a pretty bow on this? Yeah, I was thinking similar to what I was hoping for in the entire movie of Bingo. I was thinking Bingo reincarnated into this cat is just kind of really feeling hurt. Like it's just a really sad moment. But he's not going to give up because he's bingo. He has to find his boy and he has to convince his boy to like cats, which is never going to happen. Because as we all know, people who say they don't like cats are stupid. And Bold. this cat just gets scooped up right off, right off the road because it's a cat. And this person's like, aw, look at this cat. And then it, it pans, clips, clips over. However many, you know, you want to do like a week later. And uh, there's this cat, literally spoiled, tons of stuff, happy as a clam, just sitting in the sun. So, the, That's the, so the movie ends. The movie ends. Kind of a subversion of expectations here. Uh, Binksy Binga is in a comfortable cat lady's home. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just spent his whole life, even as a dog, trying to get a stupid little boy to love him. When really, all he had to do was just be a cat. And realize how amazing it is to be a cat. Wow. Uh, so the He never has to work again. He cat. never goes to prison. Are there any tasks that you have personally um, <clears throat> been assisted with by a cat? Yeah. Um, my emotional health, for one. Oh, uh, the, most, the most important task, self-care. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, now, w- would y'all say this is a... a, a We've successfully wrapped this up. Well, I mean, I feel like Chucky needs to get his comeuppance. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. What if he, he needs thinks, to take his lumps? What if he thinks he sees a dog that looks like Bingo, and he gets really, really excited, and he runs over to it, and the dog just like mauls him. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's no. just the most gruesome. I was gonna say, like, are we going Eli Roth style yeah. violence? You can imagine. <laughs> Oh no. 
So, okay, so Chucky, I'm going to go ahead and say Chucky doesn't die, but he does learn to stay away from stray dogs. Yes, definitely. And he's like, uh, maybe a cat would be nice after all. And then that's when, when Binga's like, get, gets up on its hind legs, flips him off, and I like, was fuck you. I was so close <laughs> to saying flips him off with his little cat hand. Yeah. Like through a window yeah, yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. like super comfy in his little nest. And it, yes, and like, it, fuck you and your weird family and your dad's foot. Bingo finally gets to rest. He gets to relax. He's living a, in a literal lap of luxury. The old woman's name is Luxury. This is canon now. Uh, Kristen, I need you to recap the sequel. Oh, and remember, okay. the recaps are canon. So whatever you say in this section goes. Okay. Recap. From the beginning, Bingo is dead. Chucky is distraught. He's very upset. He needs to find a new dog. And then it pans over. Eyes are waking up. Bingo's like, oh my god, I'm in a new dog's body. Wrong. He's now in a cat's body. He is a cat. Trying to convince uh, Chucky to love him as a cat. He's like, look at all these things I can do. I'm amazing. I'm flexible. I'm agile. I'm so much better. And Chucky's basically like, ew, a cat. I hate cats. Whether he's allergic or he just doesn't like them because he grows up in an awful family. Then where did we go? Oh my gosh. Um, no oh, the family, the family is moving and uh, Chucky's not sure if he wants to go. Why are they moving? And they're moving because the father who never wears a shoe or sock and is just grossly barefoot all the time is getting a contract as a soccer player now instead of football. So they're moving to Brazil and... To Brazil, all right. To play now, soccer. Now it's Brazil. <laughs> and the cat has to follow them like James Bond to a different country. It's like a little James Bond cat. It's on motorboats. It's on planes. It's on a private jet. He fights the Mexican cartel. <laughs> <laughs> and he finally oh, yeah. gets there. If he could bring down the cartel in the meantime, that's, I mean, that's just a, a cherry. Yeah, the... he, goes through, he goes through hell basically, to get to this shithead boy who only likes dogs. And he's just, he's scraped up. He's, he's, he's looking rough. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't had anything to drink. And uh, right when he's about to give up as a cat, boom, that's when this super babe comes out of nowhere and she's like, oh my gosh, a cat. And then she picks him up and she takes him home. He can't fight back. He can't do anything about it because, you know, he's so dedicated. And then after like a week, he's like, you know what? I don't think I want to go back to that little shithead kid. He's like, this is nice. I'm living the dream. And then he looks out his window from his little cat perch because he does every day. And he sees Chucky walking past his new perfect little home in Brazil. And Chucky thinks that he sees a dog. And he, he runs over to the dog because he's stupid. And he just tries to touch this random stray dog and the dog attacks him and it it rips up his arm or leg or something happens very traumatic and the dog runs away and then he like he's on the ground and he looks over and he sees <laughs> the cat and he's like what that's crazy that can't be the cat and then the cat just gives him like a middle finger paw and, and mouse fuck you yeah the end <laughs> the end <laughs> roll credits um, I do want to pitch one final thing. Uh, in the scene where he gives up trying to find Chucky, he's all scraped up. He's all used. He's spent. He can't. He can't go on. He's done. Maybe if he dies again, he can reincarnate as something better. Um, right. He, he does try to commit suicide. He he gets onto like like a dirt he, road. He tries to he tries to throw himself yeah in front of like a a, a car or something. Right. He just sits in the something middle of the speeding road. towards him. But the and that's when the girl picks that, him up. The, the 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 car that is gonna hit him stops in the in the nick of time, and it's the woman oh. that saves him. <gasps> Stop that! <laughs> <laughs> I would watch this movie. I would watch this movie. Well, uh, good uh, because uh, Paramount did just call me. Not Paramount, TriStar, motherfucker! I did I did mess that up. I apologize. Oh. TriStar, we're sorry. We're sorry. Please forgive us. So the company's made one movie in like two. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure they'll be fine. All right. Well, this was fun. Um, I do have I do have three pitches. I do have three pit, uh, bonus pitches if you want to hear them. 
Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, pitch number one is uh, shortly after the events of the first movie, Bingo and his new family get comfortable in their new home, uh, but are surprised by a knock at the door. It is a lawyer. And Bingo is being served papers to pay child support that he left in fucking Denver, Colorado, because <laughs> he knocked up that oh, yeah, purebred. That's right. <laughs> the yeah. cocker spaniel. Oh, they set that up and then and never did, did nothing with it. with it. They could have had like puppies in in the hospital room or something, but no, anything, nothing. Uh, so that that purebred uh, cocker spaniel from the first film uh, did get pregnant and is demanding compensation for her new her new litter of eight puppies. Uh, the movie will only follow Bingo as he slaves over a multitude of low-wage jobs. Uh, pitch number two. Okay. It's a prequel. Following the life of Bingo after his mother's death in that pet store, showcasing how he had to learn all of these special tricks and abilities to get through the rough and tough uh, and unforgiving world, uh, hijinks ensue, and eventually ending up with him tagging along with the people that you meet in the circus. And then we I have... would watch that one too. Right, yeah. And then pitch number three is an alternate timeline. Bingo's actually dead. The last five minutes of the first movie were all a fever dream conjured by the broken mind of Chucky. The movie would follow as he escapes the mental institution he's been placed in and begins to find and reassemble all the tiny pieces of the previous Bingo, who, as we know, exploded. That one's a little, uh, that one's rated R. Yes. Uh, this week I, d- I decided not to go uh, with a Home Alone reference, so you're welcome. I was going to say, alternate universe. He's a, he's a human <laughs> little boy. Yeah. <laughs> very good at uh, setting up traps. Setting uh, traps. Home Alone. D- dog. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, th- this was good. I think we did a good job here. Kristen, thank you so much mm-hmm. for joining us. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for... Um, living with me, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I mean, you moved in with me, but we're not, uh, semantics. Uh, Xavier, do you have right, any- Right, but how, I, oh. I know how to use the stove, so. I, I know how to cook. We're not going to get into this. Xavier, do you have any housekeeping <laughs> you want to go over? Uh, yes. If you uh, enjoyed this episode, you can see a little, if you want to see Bingo for yourself, go check it out on Tubi. We're not sponsored by Tubi, but- uh, God, it seems we to be would the best way to, to watch be, shit for free. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, go check it out on Tubi. It's definitely worth it. Uh, you, I'll post little uh, snapshots of the movie on in- Instagram along with a mock-up poster for for Bingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or we stick, yeah, Binksy Binga or one of those. We'll, we'll just do both, Binksy slash Binga. Yeah, yeah. This episode's perfect. titled Bingo slash Binksy slash Binga. <laughs> It won't be confusing <laughs> at all. No. Um, but yes, we do have other social media. Yes, if you enjoy it, uh, subscribe. You know, we post these every Monday and suggest to a friend. Uh, if everybody tells one friend about it, we, we double the size of our audience, right? So uh, we want to keep making these. It doesn't cost us anything to do it, but like it definitely helps to know that someone else is enjoying this time as well. Uh, I want to, I personally want to thank, uh, Peyton Petkus for our intro and outro theme song. So extremely talented, uh, gentleman, uh, very friendly, nice dude. Uh, so, I mean, if, if you have any, any kind of work that uh, you need music for, I would recommend re- reaching out to him. Um, uh, thank you all for listening. I do hope you had a wonderful time. I know that we did join us next week on part two, the sequel continued. <laughs>